Fuck it, we'll do it live. And five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everybody. Hi. <laughs> he has no idea. You're, you're good, Trevor. You froze on two, but you're good. You know, I did watch the Harry Potter movies and everything, and I was like, well, this kind of has the same aspect. Like it is kind of like light a, versus dark kind of a light thing. versus dark kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and and Harry Potter is kind of like the God figure in a sense, like mm-hmm. he gets killed and then rises again mm-hmm. kind of thing to defeat evil like Voldemort. And I was like, it's the same concept. They're just using terms that you don't agree with, like witches and wizards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in that yeah. aspect where I was, whereas like, you know, obviously Lord of the Rings, like, yeah, they have Gandalf and, and different wizards and stuff, but it, it's a different approach to where, again, you know, my parents are in their sixties. So it's like that generation views religion and christianity in a different light than we do nowadays i think like even for me there's things where i'm like i believe the same thing but we don't i i will argue with my mom on certain aspects in the bible and it's like we are talking about the same thing and i get where she's saying but i don't agree that it should be done in that manner you know what i mean yeah. like it's just it's again it's it, that generation has an idealistic view of how it should how religion and, and it how it should be talked about mm-hmm. whereas now it's very different mm-hmm. you know um so and that's a, that's the transition that we're in 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 um uh one cultures and it being you know 2021 versus 1960 right you know what i mean 1970 you know what i mean yeah well in a way it's almost like like you're talking about expression right like if if the way the way that we are now able to express a similar story through harry potter or through the line the witch the wardrobe or through uh, insert fable fiction fantasy lord of the rings yeah yes and that was kind of what got me really got my blood pumping was when you started mentioning lord of the rings because i I do want to shout out a time somewhat recently uh not this year of course in 2021 but in in the in the year we shall not mention to draw a parallel to uh harry potter though i know very little about harry (laughs) potter um uh I (laughs) i i do have a uh Lord of the Rings board game, which we've talked about before on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And and fairly <laughs> recently in my past, when I got together with my family, we dusted it off. I was under the same roof. I was able to see my brother, who I've mentioned before on this podcast. Uh, his wife joined in. My sister also joined in. And I even had my uh, – it practically felt like a fa- everybody was there, the nephew, the niece. And, and we got as many people as we could playing the game, playing Lord of the Rings. My mom, I think, chimed in at one point. You guys have all seen it and played it personally. So for the duo, you got to understand this is a board game. It came out right at the release of the the first Lord of the Rings movie. It's not associated with the movie. But the legend of this board game is that it beats you, and it beats you a lot. And it beats you, and then it beats you again. This board game wins, okay? That's what happens. Because it's it's not, you don't just simply walk into Mordor, right? And, um, <laughs> and so, uh, we dusted it off for the occasion. It was the fellowship of the family and we lost. <laughs> How quickly though? 
we did better than we should have. The, the problem is in that game, if you start off in a hole, if you can't get out of the first couple of scenarios pretty quickly, you're fucked. And yeah. we did not get out of the first scenario quickly. The first scenario almost undid us. And so then we're playing the rest of this game, the sort of catch-up game. And it's already a play catch-up. I don't have enough mustard game. And we didn't even get to Shalob's lair, okay? We died and I... Yeah, we died pre-Shalob's Lair. So well, at least you got out of the Shire, because the one time we all tried to play together. Yeah, we didn't even get out of the Shire. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that we got so high that we couldn't remember. So in 2021, how about that? I would like we to resurrect. Re- yes, I would like yeah. to resurrect the Lord of the Rings board game and play with you guys on the same roof. We'll try to doc we'll try to document it here on the on the pie guys. Welcome to the duo the triforce it's a, is it's a game that requires your sobriety we we tried to play high we and it, so there's high. just too many moving pieces to I, be able to like keep I, up i would wager i still want to try to do it high because you got to understand in that movie fucking maybe not get like, so high though yeah like, we, we were gotta, we were we got we got <laughs> we were pretty fucking high because that was when we started smoking from the Gandalf pipe. Yeah. Because that's was, what know, I'm saying though. That was, the, that was, that's what connection. they do in the movie though. That's but, what they do. He shows right, up the Shire right. and he gets high with Frodo and then they go, they go off in this magical journey. Right. So right. Well, it, that's what I was talking to him about. Before. Like I had just, I just watched the Hobbit series on, cause it's on HBO max and I had never seen the Hobbit series yet. Yes. So I, I was like, I've got to check it out. I heard and that's what we're, we're kind of talking yes. about. And so, and I want to rewatch all the Lord of the Rings now because they're also on HBO Max. So I was like, I just saw The Hobbit. I want to rewatch all the Lord of the Rings. Shout now. out you to the Lord I mean? of the Rings. So, but there's a scene where Gandalf, I, I damn, I don't remember who he's talking to, but then he's in, talking to he, he's talking to the brown wizard. Who the one who's oh, super with the high all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy is smoke coming out of his ears. High. Yeah, that guy, yeah, <laughs> that guy is definitely high. You know, but like he's literally they're having a conversation. He's just puffing away, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're high as fuck. That's Daniel. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that, that made that like, yeah. you're high that, as fuck. May that be um, our goal in 2021 to shoot for that. And I think we have to introduce at least a little bit of the flower. So, so we'll, we'll try to document that at some point and shout out to the greatness of Lord of the Rings. Um, welcome once again to another episode of the pie guys. So uh, how are you guys feeling right now? How are you feeling? great? I'm great. feeling man. You're feeling good. <clears throat> What's this? I'm chilling. Day? The, the new year is it, it does it feel new does it feel is are we deep enough in it already can, can we say i think i mean 2020 was kind of its own little beast um but i, th- I think just like the sound of saying 2021 sounds super futuristic to me i, I don't think i'm going to get used to that real quickly yeah. i'm it kind of like annoyed here what is, why are by, you by what i'm a, i'm annoyed i'm i'm annoyed with what happened oh with you, 2020 you had, a, well, I'm you like, had a year stolen I'm like what the fuck dude yeah. like i didn't do anything wrong <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> like what like that's that it's i'm annoyed yeah it's just kind of like i you, you can't get that back in that sense and it's just it's annoying in the sense of like and again you know there I, just for me for personally my perspective there's a lot of goals that I had set for myself, but then, and like, I know, I know that there's a lot of people out there that unfortunately have had a 
way worse than I personally have had it. And they've lost people and, you know, rest in peace. And, and my heart goes out to them with that. And it's just like, I'm just annoyed, dude, that like, let, let, let's, be real. let's be real. Let's be real. Society and world is the, the, the annoying part is because did, did he freeze? Did I freeze? Oh, there's. Am I frozen? What happened? I think you, you did. did freeze. Yeah. You did. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I see you. Go for it. Oh, okay. you were like, gonna make a point. And you were just like frozen. That. <laughs> <laughs> he was frozen in it's, time, like 2020. It's, it's weird because <laughs> on my end, you guys were moving. So it was like we were t- experiencing two different realities at the same time, which kind of is, uh, is what we're talking about. It's like, um, 2020 felt like it got stolen so it's almost it almost feels like well okay what's the what's the uh payback on that then like you know what i mean like i just get that entire year taken away and i I, I, and the annoying the annoyance is is it it, it's got to be tied into the whole aspect of you're being told you can't do more <laughs> I'm glad you get the reference. It's just me and you. Hey man, I'm good with it. Trevor's I'm good with not it. Involved anymore. <laughs> Trevor needs to get out of out of the cave there. At your Wi-Fi. Dad is no has good, abandoned dude. us. Oh, whoa! What happened yeah. there? <laughs> so wait. Okay, hold you're, on. Hold on. Okay, are, are your you Wi-Fi is garbage, Trevor. Yes, we're seeing yeah. you. Okay, but your Wi-Fi is no good. Oh no! I'm getting warning signs and blips all over the place over here. Oh boy, baby snakes, I tell ya. If it's not technical difficulties and the mic's cutting out, it's the Wi-Fi taking a shit in the bed. Instead of listening to all that nonsense while they get the Wi-Fi figured out, I figured why not take advantage of this time and give you something I just know you've been looking forward to. How's about a little more first time? Do you remember? You were there, right? Of course you were. But Shane was going around, trying to find his friend Bill, looking all over this ghost town, opens up a random door, and boom, he's upside down. Good thing old Ellie's nearby, eh? Here we go. Here comes one guy. How can Shane shoot it from upside down? Oh, he missed. Got him. Okay. Remember, don't forget to reload. Don't forget to reload when you need to. All right, here comes a couple more guys. Again, Joel is trapped. And, oh, firing, firing, reloading. Oh, no, and the guy grabbed him. Oh, shit. Now he's fighting the guy off while he tries to reload. Jesus. Shot him. Now he's dead. Shoot this guy. Damn, Shane, you don't know how to shoot. All right, reload again. Uh-oh, here's another guy. One more guy jumps in. That's Oh, he missed. Jesus. And you play video games, you say. Jesus. This guy grabbed him again. Man, Shane has to defend himself from up. Oh, nice headshot. Here comes another guy right there. Oh, that guy's not dead. He is dead. Shoot him. What are you waiting for? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. You wait until they get right on top of you to fucking... And then you still miss. You still miss. That guy's about to kill Ellie, man. Oh, the clicker turn. You better kill this guy before he grabs you. Shoot him. Well, you're fucked. Well, you're fucked. And Shane waited too long. Well, we're going to do it again. Because it's a video game. All right, he's running right at him. One shot, one hit. Two shots, two hits, and he's gone. We'll keep track of all the hits per shot. So that's two shots, two hits. There's three more guys coming. All right, guys, what are you waiting for? Three shots, three hits. 
Four shots, four hits. Five shots, five hits. Six for six, baby! Nobody's grabbed him this time. Now he's a little bit more on the game. All right, here's another guy climbing over the fence. Trying to size him up. Oh, we missed. Six shots, seven, seven shots. Oh, two more hit. Eight shots. Eight hits out of nine shots. That's a pretty good percentage, folks. Oh, got him. Got him. One more. One more. God, and the clicker's gone this time. Shane looks way more focused. Come on, Ellie. Come on, drop my ass. Now he's even higher up. Now he's even higher up in the air. Oh, Ellie just tossed him some ammo. They're coming, Shane. You're getting, you're getting scared by your dog. Shane's own dog, who's never terrified him, is scaring him right now. A nice fucking shot from way far away. Now Shane is dialed in. He ain't missing now, motherfucker. Fucker. He's not missed anything. Look at him. Go! He's fucking love shooting guns now. And he loves it from upside down. There's another clicker, though. Oh, he missed. Oh, he missed again. He got him. The, the clicker grabbed Ellie. Now he can't hit the clicker. Now the clicker's killing Ellie. Got her. Oh, got her. Nice. All right. Ellie's still alive. Don't worry. The clicker's dead. Now we're being dropped. And now it's go time. Well, now you have all your weapons. Now you can punch people. Now it's your favorite time. This guy's on top of Shane. Always oh, coughing on him, giving him coronavirus, and, and, and fucking it's choking him out. Oh, machete to the face. That guy, fuck that guy. Finally, our friend showed up. Bill is here. Run after Bill. Chase Bill. Follow Bill. Bill is trying to lead the way. Just go, go, go. Go that way. No, follow Bill. Not that way. Not that way. Not that way. Open the door, Bill. Open the door, Bill. Open the door, Bill. Bill, open the door, Bill! Oh, oh. Oh my god! <laughs> that guy doesn't even have a weapon and he still killed you. I like this. Shane is is grabbing weapons first and asking questions later. Alright, now Bill is fighting very casually. Oh shit! <laughs> Dude! Oh nice. Brutal kill right there with the pipe. The pipe is no more though. You have no more handheld weapons. Oh, there you go. Nice. Good eye. You lost the pipe? Grab the fucking baseball bat. Good job. Dude. Good job. Keep going. Good job. Yes! We did it! Nice. All right, we escaped the horde. <sighs> we finally rendezvous with Bill. What a sigh of relief. Speaking of, we now return you to your regularly scheduled program, Already in Progress. I think it'd be cool for us to do, um, I, I don't know when we can plan it, but we could try, but rent out a movie theater. AMC is doing the thing we could rent out a movie theater. You can rent an entire movie theater out and watch an old movie, like an older movie um, for like, I think it's like, um, uh, I think it's like $99. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously? You can rent your entire movie theater out and you can have up to 20 people. And so like in an entire movie, everybody could sit, you know, wherever they want basically. But like mm. a friend of mine just did it in New York. And they watched Hook, actually. Oh, they watched ass. Hook in their own private movie theater, and they paid a hundred bucks. And... Wow is is that is that how they have to pivot now to compensate for the business <clears throat> drying yep. up? You know, like basically, yeah. They just rent out the pretty much groups of people. Pretty much, yep. You're you're renting you're renting out an entire auditorium, um, and it's a hundred bucks, and but you you can watch like an older movie of some sort. So I think that'd be cool for us to try to do oh, dude. you know while while this whole thing is going on we all kind of pitch in you know what i mean yeah we can get a couple other people to pitch in it's like 20 bucks total each person for 100 bucks well bro that's like it's five, five people right there speaking of being under the same roof and doing something and something that was taken away from us in 2020 we talked a big game about um doing mm. uh 
Ninja Turtles. It was the 30th year of the, the, the 1990 Ninja Turtles movie mm. a year ago. And we, we wanted to dedicate a recording to that and kind of do that under the same roof. So how cool would that be if we could somehow figure out in 2021 the ability to rent out a theater somewhere? And I'll research it. I'll research it and let you guys know. Dude, that would be down for something like that. That'd be that would be awesome, bro. Yeah, because the, <clears throat> is, I know, the, right? is, is that going to come back? What's the what's the future of uh, movies as we know it in the old world of going to going to the movie theater? I I think it is going to come back. That's the thing. <clears throat> I think a lot of play a lot of studios are resorting to the live streaming, like HBO, like what HBO did with Wonder Woman eighty four, and what Disney did with Mulan and the new Pixar movie sold, you know what I mean? Like they are releasing it. Well, like, like Wonder Woman was released in theaters and on HBO Max, right? So there's mm. places in the US that have movie theater accessibility. Um, I know during 2020, the, the one movie I saw in theaters, right? Bought like a normal ticket and went to the theaters. Um, there wasn't a lot of people in there and it was all separated. Like nobody was, they didn't sell out the theater like they normally would. Um, I saw Tenant, the movie Tenant that came out. You actually saw it, and it, I saw it in the theater. That was a, I saw one movie in a movie theater in 2020, which is you know normally I'd see loads of movies in theaters because right. for well, me, yeah. I think being a movie buff, there is nothing like watching a movie in a movie theater. You know what I mean? Like you, you, it, it's a huge ass screen. You, you have the around sound it, it's a it's a, it's the atmosphere that you're paying for well that's what i'm saying like that that, ex, that experience is that ever going to kind of come back as we know it and i mean you do i would like I to think so. i would like to think it's something that's not going to completely evaporate and go away like i would well i mean i imagine that people were having the same kind of conversation when tvs became more commonplace when it's like the movies have been around longer than people had tvs in their homes so right. I, i'm sure that this is a similar conversation to then when it's like well people don't want to go to the movie theater anymore if i have entertainment in my home like I think there's something to be said for the of, of going to a movie, to actually going to the effort of going to a place for a thing rather than just flipping on whatever movie is in your living room, you know? Right. Right. I, exactly. I don't think that's ever going to die out. I, I hope not because that's the, yeah, that is truly the, the love of it, the experience of it, because certainly some movies do come out that you feel like you got to appreciate in the movie theaters. I mean, yeah. Uh, we have clearly have talked about it many times before and will again on this podcast, but that is the joy of Star Wars again. I know for me, uh, the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters was episode one. So that experience mm -hmm. thus heightens the movie and it did. And my age at the time, it all kind of the planets aligned that, man, that movie's always going to have a soft spot in my heart because it was right. the first one that I saw in the movie theaters rather than in any other format. <clears throat> so I hope that that doesn't die. And I've also heard that there's this, who knows how valid it is, but I think uh, there's a, a hope and a push that, um, for like, I guess, a resurgence in things like theater and theater in general, because in this day and age of maybe not necessarily going out to see live concerts or live sporting events or live whatever the way we are accustomed to, 
that like there will still be a need to tell stories. There will still be a need to to tell the same type of story, a la something like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. Um, I mean, how, how did those things start anyway, right? Because um, you want to think storytelling, podcasting in a way is a form of storytelling, and it's it's essentially just an audio form, and and you can equate that to the radio era. So like the. You, not that long ago, people, the, the television was a big deal, right? Still. So like for the longest time, that was uh, some sort of audio form was the only way you could <laughs> communicate with people. Um, and it's in back to the future. Remember, it's like, you have two TVs. Nobody has two TVs. Yes. What's a rerun? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Remember? For, for reference, that was the only. That was the 80s. That was, well, was, I mean, well, that well, was, that was only that was, that was the 50s. Right. That was the 50s. Um, right. That was, right. That's still not, uh, that's still a person ago, right? Like a person ago is still alive in the 50s. My dad was born in 1955. Right. So. Uh, not that long ago, uh, people were like two TVs, and now you're like, yeah, I got two flat screens. I don't know what to do with them. Um, I have a TV in my pocket. Right. Yeah. yeah right. I was, I was just gonna say, dude. so, dude, my, so, my, I have a TV slash 4K 60 second per frame camera in my pocket. So it's crazy. So storytelling is always going to be around, and the form in which we do it and digest it is going to evolve. But like, I, I what do you guys think? And I, I know there's theaters in your blood and in your background Shane as it is in mine we've kind of talked about that before so do, do you guys think uh, that there is going to be a resurgence in that or an appreciation for that or or what's the the next step or 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 is, or is 2021 really the year where it's like now nah, we'll get back to it and then in October we'll be back in movie theaters sitting next to each other I mean I I hope that there's a uh, I, I don't know if it's going to happen this year. You know, obviously every, it feels like everything is always tentative by the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But will there be a, a resurgent of that stuff? Absolutely. It's definitely going to be, well, it's even if you look back, ironically, back to the, like the, the 1920s, you know, the original 20s, if you will, during the Dust Bowl and everything during that era, there was a resurgent of um, entertainment after the great depression you know what i mean there was a huge influx of live entertainment movies there's a handful of classic movies when vaudeville got big vaudeville yes vaudeville was huge it it, it grew and i think that that is going to happen in in our time again there's once this once this gets cleared up in any any way that it needs to you know i i don't foresee covid going anywhere it's just going to be another disease that we got to live with in our life but we're going to get to a point to where we can eventually coexist with it you know what i mean we're going to have to coexist with this virus but it's going to get to a point where we can go into movie theaters and go see live theater and concerts again and it is going to be a huge resurgence there there's going to be a massive amount of people that want to go do that because they've been suppressed for it for so long theme parks you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff where it's like people are finally like, we can leave our house and go do entertainment again. And I feel like for a lot of us as entertainers and the people that do the technical stuff and, you know, the the behind the scenes people, we, there's going to be a huge, massive uh, growth in that industry at some point. When? I don't know. But it will happen. I agree. Do you... Uh... And I, I love that 
take and that optimism. I, I, I certainly would hope for that as well. Do you, do you think there will be a shift in the way that we sort of uh, perceive what is acceptable comedy? Because obviously the pendulum feels like it sort of swung pretty heavily towards a, well, you're going to get canceled if you say the wrong thing. This, this sort of hypersensitive <clears throat> age to, to like the natural, the, the, the natural rebound to that is that yes. there's probably going to be this influx of not just a resurgence in those and that regard of the appreciation for that, but sort of like it, insult humor. And again, it's, 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 like, it's, it's all, like a, it's, it's you know, already happening. You, it's already happening. You think there's going to be a shift yes, in that? And a, and a, so like, yes, like we need it. Right? There's people that are, are, yeah, well, there's people that are very sensitive in a lot of areas, and it is it is happening already as we speak, and it's been happening in a, in an area with stand up comedy. Even you know, we see it all the time with different uh, situations with stand ups saying a joke and somebody getting offended. Right? I haven't right. even seen it recently. Uh, do you guys know of the play that goes wrong? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, do you know about that at all? Like yeah. what? So it's 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 a it's not a community. I don't know why it's a community. It's a theater group called tell, the Mystery of Theaters. Tell the tell the listener. Tell the duo. So 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 so. It's it's funny. So I remember when this play kind of came out over here, right? It's called the play that goes wrong, and but it's actually there's a group of of theater. It's a theater group in the UK called the Mystery of Theater Group, and what it is is they are an improv group of and they do a lot of improv stuff and they created this play called the play that goes wrong well they have a show out there that's called the show that goes wrong and every week they do a new play and it's the same it's the same concept of like shit goes wrong and it's a it's a different theme all the time and it's hilarious i've actually been watching i got they don't have them out here in the in the u.s in america there's no way of watching them um i think the only way to watch it is if you pay on youtube but there's no, it's not on any platform out here. There's no way to watch this. The only way I've been able to watch this was through Rachel because it's all available over there in the UK. And so I've been, when we zoom, I, she puts it on her computer and I just watch on her TV and that's how I watch it. Well, this year for Christmas, last year they did the Christmas Carol that goes wrong. So they did the whole story of the Christmas Miss Carol, but like in a funny comedic way where like props don't work and things just go wrong. And you know what I mean? Like that's the joke of it, right? This year they did the nativity that goes wrong. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so you see where this is going. Yeah. I'm a Christian and I thought it was hilarious. They, they're not demising anything in the story of it. It's just it, as a play the set goes wrong. The wall falls. The right. guy playing okay, that's, the Archangel that's is right. flying on a thing and then it breaks. And you know what yeah. I mean? It's that kind of humor. You're like, oh okay. my gosh. You know what I mean? Where it's like, there's, there's telling, it went from three wise men to nine wise men. Because, <laughs> right. Because well, they just died. Wrong, right? yeah. Yeah. Well, no, like three walk out and then like the three wise men, they do their lines and all of a sudden they throw up a, a cardboard cutout of like three more wise men if like they weren't there as backup, right? And it's like, uh, the six wise men, and then another <laughs> one pops up. The nine wise men. It's a slapsticky, like UK British comedy style of theater, right? Well, people got offended. By yeah, it. sure. People got offended by it, and because they're like, "Well, that's you know," and it's just like, 
and and to be honest with you, all of their shows are very wholesome in the sense of like family oriented. They don't curse in it. They don't cuss in them. They don't do crude humor. It is very fa- fr- family friendly. I would say for our rating in America, it's like a PG show. You know what I mean? But it's slapsticky comedy. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Rachel would be able to go into a lot more detail about it than I could, but. It is very popular out there and it's hilarious. I know you guys would love it because they are an improv troupe. Like that, that's what well, they do. Well, it, and it sounds like kind of what you're talking about is that they were obviously making fun <clears throat> of a, of a, of a, of the nativity scene. Uh, and people get offended by like the representation of it, but, but maybe there needs to be uh, it's, a little bit right. more, maybe there needs to be more comedy. That's going to like, I guess, challenge us enough to get offended. You know what I mean? Because it's like, but, it, but I, I, I guess I, I feel like that, that has gone on, you know, it feels like it's gone on enough, right? Like mm-hmm. it, too much of that to the one side that you would feel like the natural re- recurve. Is and coming. I get, yeah. Or maybe not. Right. Well, and, but I guess, I guess for me, again, me, I am a Christian, you know what I mean? And I am religious in that aspect and I didn't find it offensive. That's the thing where I'm like, people are, there's, there's extremists, right? There's extremists in, in every aspect of either a religion or something they believe in or whatever. you're always going to have that group of extremists and the usually a majority of the time the extremists are the ones with the louder voice you know well, what that, I mean? that's it it's a shame but for some reason within the past few years being offended has become its own little industry where people yes. are quick to get offended because there's something that could offend someone, not because they are necessarily offended. People are being, people are getting offended on behalf of others rather than actually having a problem with it themselves. So like, oh, this could be offensive. Therefore I am offended. And that's, that's not the way it works. And I mean, to, to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, Shane, about standup comedians, uh, there, the standup comedian that I like uh, a lot who said, what happens when you're offended? Like, what what actually happens to you? Fucking nothing. You right. just yeah. go on with your life. Like, it's not like, oh, I've been offended and now my ear fell off. Like, who gives? <laughs> oh, you you were offended. Let's continue talking about what we were talking about and move on. Like, it's it's silly to me that people are have become, I guess, SJWs, these like social justice warriors, where you know. I'm, I'm sure that one out of every 10 cases, they have something to actually say of, of merit. And I'm, I'm not going to belittle that, but there's no reason to fight fights. That's my take on it anyway. No, I, I agree. I, I think it's, I think it's well said. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, you're right. There's a lot of assuming of the, I, of, of the offense. And it's like, I don't understand what that's even about. What, what are you going to say? Sean? I, I, well, I was just going to say, like, I, I agree with that. But then I, I guess I I mean, I will also say, though, I think I think it is I think it is important to understand, though, there are certain groups out there that have been suppressed in a lot of areas. Um, and it, it, it it's important to back them in a sense um, and, and, and to and to be the person to be able to say, no, this is wrong. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we'll even, well, I'll even throw out the, you know, the BLM movement and everything and things that are going with like LGBTQ and all that kind of stuff where it's like, there are certain aspects that there are groups that are getting 
that have been oppressed and and they are offensive but i think it like what you were saying trace but there there is a certain there it's gotten to a point where there's people that are using it as as a weapon slash means for their own personal sake of well if they're allowed to be offended by this then i can be offended by this right you know what i mean we're like i I remember i saw a video recently with like the whole masks the whole mask thing right now with covid and everything she was standing outside and in the it was like it was some sort of like um uh, like retail stores, small retail store. And she's standing outside and the people wouldn't let her in because she didn't have a mask and she refused to put a mask on. And she, was, and she literally said, you're discriminating against me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking that's not discrimination, bitch. Right. 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 Well, that's, that's a, yeah, that's a that, policy. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that gets into the conversation of like people misinter completely misrepresenting but, what right. words even mean, you know what I mean? Right. Well, and that, but that's what I'm saying though. It's like, there are certain things that are offensive. Right. But then, but the, there's a lot of people out there that are using things as, as a weapon and as a means of like, well, you, you're offending me because it seems to, to that person, it seems to be, to them, it seems like, well, they're offended by this, so that means I can be offended by this. Right. Well, like Chase, and it's saying, like that's yeah, not a, that's like, not how it fucking works, bitch. Correct. Correct. Karen, you know correct. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'm being discriminated against every time I walk into a store with no pants on. Nobody wants to wear fucking pants, but also well, nobody wants to see my dick flopping around. Well, well, correct as well. That's that you know what I mean, like. That's not polite. You're not. You're not, and you're not a heathen. But but uh, it's not discrimination. Well, see, that's thus thus you <laughs> thus the train goes down a slippery slope. But yeah, as you're saying, you can clearly twist things. And I think the to really kind of bend it back to a more an original point, uh, it 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 raises questions about the way that we communicate. And the, the right. way that the way that we do tell stories and the way that we clearly get our point across and and claiming to be offended for something that doesn't mean shit and and or both being offended means nothing is is part of that. It falls under that umbrella of the way that we communicate, like communicate more honestly, com- communicate uh, better, be, do better in that regard. And, and and yeah, the movie industry can't communicate the way it normally did by 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 business as usual right now and thus the annoyance as you were saying earlier like this is annoying well the annoyance is is wrapped up in is somebody else telling us the rest of us what we can and can't do and you know what i mean suddenly these things are being taken away that that's ingrained in us forever right that's that's that, that goes back to to just being a child and like all your parents like well you can't do this well well now naturally i kind of want to do that but now we're all adults we're all autonomous people we you know i can i can do what i want but no you can't do what you want because somebody has to tell you that these things are closed and this is not going to be open and this is when this shuts down and you can't be out past this time and what the fuck i haven't had anybody i think it's no, no go. go ahead. I didn't mean to catch you. No, off, I'm just you. saying I haven't well, had anybody putting a bedtime on me for years, and now suddenly I can't be out past 10 p.m. Well, the, and that's the thing is like the way you put that is is so uh, apropos, if you will. Like it does feel like a lot of people's uh, first time out of the house kind of a thing, where they you know you graduate high school and now you're like, oh, okay, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want, and there is this feeling of like total freedom, but. I think people in 2020 
we're uh, forced to face the fact that, sure, we live in a free country, also live in a society. Like, you, you, no man is an island. You, you can't just do whatever you want because your actions impact the person next to you and the person next to you. And there's a domino effect. Right. So, yes, to an extent, nobody can, quote unquote, tell you what to do other than pay taxes and don't murder. But if you're going to go outside of your house, you need to abide by certain rules. And in a year where there's a shared danger, there are new rules rules that come into play you know like right. all right well these are the rules now it's i mean being a video game nerd it's it's kind of like a new update to the game like hey yeah. there's a there's this thing now so there are new rules now in place <laughs> and you're going to be in the this society or play this game you need to abide by these rules so right you know but well, it's I, their right you know what i mean yeah yeah it's childish to act like that uh, I, I agree i agree Completely well, agree. yeah. Well, therefore, speaking you of being childish, though, yes, I, I would love to be childish again. No, go ahead, man. No, but I, I just that. I mean, yeah. You, therefore, the rules state you can't just walk in. No shirt, no shoes, no service. You got to have pants on, right? Or I thought pants were optional, but yeah, you got to have pants on. But there are certain people that. I'm sure we all wish would walk into our lives without pants on or minimal pants on or just what's underneath your pants because I kind of, uh, what's that? Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I was oh. just thinking, I kind of like, if, if somebody walked in, like, you know, I'm like right now I'm doing odd jobs and dealing with customers, I guess you could say, and I've, I've had customers, you know, come into a facility of, they have signs up saying you have to wear a mask to come in here. And and I so badly want to, if a guest doesn't have their mask on, I tell them to put it on. They're like, well, I don't have to. And yet, yet I just want to drop my pants and show them my dick. <laughs> like, well, I don't want to have pants on. So we're still, we're still, you know what I mean? Hand? Just can you just to be like, just to be like, you know what I mean? Okay, fine. Maybe not show my dick, but just pull at least down, like, you know, just my pants on my boxers on. They're like, what are you doing? And be like, well, I don't want to wear pants. You don't want to wear a mask. So fuck it, right? Yeah, let's all be children. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have hey. a right to not wear pants, but you're going to sit here and tell me I have to wear pants? Well, Why? who knows? Maybe that at some point, some people will tell you that is the future we will devolve into is that, yeah, we'll get to make up the rules as we go along. You, you say, I, I have to wear that. Well, I say, I don't have to wear this. And then we'll figure out who gets the who gets thrown in the loony bin, Shane. At least nobody's gonna die by my dick. Well, <laughs> yeah, g- give it time. There's there, there's still a lot of years left in you. But I, I was trying to set something up, and then you you wanted us to talk about pants being around your ankles. So I'm sorry. So we'll work on our segues in 2021 still. But um, as- speaking of being childish, I I remember fondly oh, yes. the cartoons yes. of my youth. <laughs> I took my pop from those too. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I think that's where Trevor was going. Is that there are there are uh, a number of uh, characters that I feel were aimed at young children that uh, maybe in hindsight, as an adult, you go like, ah, there were they were kind of the way they were drawn or maybe performed. Uh, were a little bit maybe sexually suggestive. Certainly in comic books, it's been a staple since the beginning of comic books, the way that women are drawn and the proportions that they're drawn in. Um, but uh, I seem to remember for for some reason, this isn't necessarily a sexual thing, but I, I just remember almost every hottie 
in comic books, cartoons, and video games when I was young inexplicably had red hair. Like everybody that I can think of as an impressionable young kid that was a fictitious animated character was a redhead. And uh, I, I did a little uh, Google search to make sure that I had a more complete list because I could rattle them off off the top of my head. But I'm, I'm sure that if I did that, I would be forgetting a few. Um, so if you would humor me, I have a, a short little list here of, of some of the hotties in question. Actually, in, in the order of these are that starts with the ones I could just think of off the top of my head, and then it gets a little bit more uh, obscure, I guess. But uh, number one, numero uno is April O'Neil. How do you not mention uh, if you're going to talk animated redheaded hotties, April O'Neil? Yeah. We we uh, have we have talked about these specific women before, and April has always comes up because yes, she's a she's yep. a she's, she's, she's definitely the, on my list. She's April in the front of the sure. class. Yeah. Uh, so April. Jessica Rabbit, obviously. Of course. Mary right. Jane, Peter Parker's girlfriend, oh, yeah. longtime right. girlfriend slash wife. Another red. Ariel, head. the Little Mermaid. Yes. Yep. Daphne from Scooby Doo. Oh, Poison right. Ivy. Correct. Yes. Jean Grey, Batgirl, oh, my Black God. Widow, Demona from the, the the Gargoyles. Oh my God, that's Mystique, right. Yes. Joanna Dark from the Perfect Dark series. Misty from Pokemon. Oh yeah. Wilma <laughs> Flintstone. <laughs> Jane Jetson. Mara, Aquaman's wife. Firestar mm -hmm. from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And then Starfire, different character, also red right. hair. Also red and hair. then finally, Red Sonia. So that red is a, a short Sonia. list of the uh of the, the redheads that uh these popped up on my radar. Uh, in the in the mid to late nineties, that 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 list that list kept going and going, and that's why it was starting to make me laugh. Because again, the the first few, I'm like, yes, of course, of course, but then all of them become of courses, and that's the thing. It's full of horses that you want to ride, and and they're all they've all got red manes. So you're like, yes, that's that's it. You, I mean, that that list is lengthy alone, but it. it Do you it, think? The, the, no, it's a, it's it, yeah. it's worth mentioning because of that time of that era that we do hail from, they were mm -hmm. reigning supreme and they were prominent. It was and, and to say it was suggestive, I wouldn't even say it was sexually suggestive. It was sexually obtuse at times because it was like look, what they're, <laughs> you know what I mean? Look what they're wearing and look what they're doing. It's like read between the lines a little bit and clearly mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of these creators are guys. Guys are writing these stories and illustrating them, and I'm sure there are women obviously yeah. in the industry too. But I'm sure if you did a pie chart the predominant percentage of the people in the industry are dudes making these things for other boys to read so yeah, it, it More, yeah it. most it was, likely i mean jessica rabbit is like one of the ogs for sure and it and mm -hmm. and you mentioned somebody on that list with red hair it and we were talking about this i think off recording but um demona from gargoyles is is is, is a worthy shout out but somebody mm -hmm. else from that show doesn't make that list but would definitely make a hot animated chick as elena from that show from gargoyles and so maybe i have to correct us and i i'm not going to say correct you but correct us because i think i was the first one to to call her elena and that's wrong her name is not elena her her name is elisa maza <laughs> way off that's so right shows yeah. shows what i know being a massive fan of that show i right. I, I can't even remember the main chick's name but uh it's it's Aaliyah. yes no 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 i'm glad you i'm glad you got the correction in there thank you while on record um 
but but memorable as as one of those animated hotties that stood out. What about you? Definitely. I, I know you can relate with all of them. Yes, of course. I it's interesting because yeah, they all they all have red hair and do, do I, I mean I'm I'm thinking about like you're naming it all. And I'm but I'm thinking I'm like, do you think that the red the color red has something to do with the attraction? Yes. Like because yes. kind of like kind of how like you know like fast food in a sense. Where it's like you have Jack in a box that's like a red symbol. You have Taco Bell that has red in it and yet in yellow. And Carl's Jr. has red and yellow. Like red and yellow are prom like your eyes are just drawn to those, right? Yes. Like they make you hungry kind of thing. So it's like the color red, for whatever reason, make is drawn, no pun intended, but drawn to you. That's just the way yes. we're drawn. Really. Yeah. Just drawn <clears throat> Right. Well, right. Yes. Yeah, for, yeah. For sure. I, I think that if if an animator or illustrator is able to pick its his color palette or her color palette, on some level, I'm sure that there is a, a personal bias. Maybe an illustrator animator is like, oh, I think redheaded red headed chicks are hot. But also, from an funny. artistic standpoint, you go, well, I I want the reader or audience member to really like you're saying be drawn to this character so i want a bright vibrant color right. make them stand out give them red hair that's got to be what it is for jane jetson and wilma flintstone i mean <laughs> right right <laughs> i mean i'm right exactly well and and that's the other thing it's like I, it's funny because you know i'm i don't know i personally for me personally hair color has never really been like a thing for me like it doesn't matter to me you know I guess if I look at it in the in a in a in a human life form perspective, you know what I mean. But then, like you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, gingers or redheads, like bleh, they have no soul." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> why? Why well, don't they have a soul?" That's well, <laughs> well maybe maybe like, that's, maybe, that's the, maybe that's the case for the animated ones. The only only really attractive ones are the animated ones because the real life ones are soulless, right? But uh, well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's I, I do have a list. I would love to see what kind of list you have or hear about it. At least. I have a list, and it's interesting, like because you're saying all these these characters, and I I don't have that many redhead characters, actually. Um, well, well, I, I, I think I have two. We should we should denote them that we're just going to open the door for the conversation to circle around animated characters, correct? Like yeah, these are animated characters. So it doesn't have to be redhead, even though there was a there was a contingent. No. We want to recognize the non redheaded hotties of the animated. Yeah, world, they, so. yeah, exactly. And okay. and so well, my first my first one like as as and, and uh, most of these are from like when I was in you know a, a child. So right, that was something that was always kind of weird to me like when i grew up i'm like am i a fucking weirdo for thinking an animated cartoon character is attractive or you know i never really <laughs> you know I what i mean it's weird at all well we're about to find out yeah. i hope it does well, get growing weird. up uh it probably will but um i i think for me uh um gadget from chippendale rescue <laughs> rangers <laughs> who's a redhead <laughs> he starts his list with gadget you didn't know how weird it was gonna get, Richard Gear. Shove this up your butt. <laughs> She's a fucking chipmunk, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I thought she was attractive as a kid. Sure, well, you... I'm not entirely sure why, but sure. hey, we're not gonna judge you. Maybe it was her personality. Maybe it could have been. It could have been. Yeah. This is a safe space. She's a redhead. Um, <clears throat> Jasmine from Aladdin. Well, well yeah, sure. of course her. She is sexy, man. Dude. Like. 
Dude, the magic- and, and you know what's funny? And let me just, I know, I know we're talking about women animated characters right now, but let me just say there's a lot of dudes out there that women find attractive that are animated characters. Yes. And Robin and, Hood comes up quite a bit. Oh, the Fox. For a lot right. of people. Disney yes. Robin Hood. Yes. Yes. I've heard of him and Aladdin too, since I was mm-hmm. talking about Jasmine. Aladdin's another one where I hear a lot of females are like, Aladdin's so hot. And I'm like, I can see that. I mean, he has, he doesn't have a shirt can we, on. Can we steer vest. this? Can we steer this back to chicks? What the fuck? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> what the fuck? It's man? worth mentioning. I, I, we have, I'm with you. I'm, yeah, we're it's just mentioning. mentioning. It's not just chicks. There's a lot right. of male animated. Trevor, 17% of our audience no, is female. 23%. 23% <laughs> of our audience is female. Yeah, give us some credit, baby. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, just saying, I mean, I'm just saying, we we, we are guys, but sure. I, I'm not discrediting that. Like, okay, yes, fine, yes. Sure, but, shout out to them too. So, so, so second, obviously you said, or third, you said uh, April O'Neil. She's definitely, like I said, she's on my list for sure. April O'Neil. And um, <laughs> this, this one makes me laugh. Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Oh, you're not alone <laughs> with that one at all. You're not I kinda, alone. I think I might think she's still no. attractive now. Like, dude. No, yeah. it's it's valid. Bunny, it's it's valid because I would I would vouch for for Daisy Duck being hot, okay? And so if Daisy Duck is hot, then then Lola Bunny's hot too. She's spicy. Well, and I guess that's the other thing. I was thinking, I was like, so, but she's kind of like a blonde, right? But her fur is red. <laughs> right is it is it like isn't she like a red bunny with blonde fur i don't i don't i don't remember her that way but you know what you dream about whatever you want to dream about shane i think she is i'll have to double check but i i think she like her fur is like a reddish and her hair is like a blonde anyway um but the kind of rounded up to more of like a modern thing and i think trevor would back me up on this uh chloe from uncharted Oh, oh sure. I'll I'll go into a, a video oh, game. My God, he is animated. Chloe, but Chloe... is the best. Oh yeah, she definitely <laughs> she belongs in the conversation. She's animated. that voice. That voice Oof. is a big well, contributor. Well, shout factor. out to Claudia Black. We've highlighted Claudia Black Oof. before on the pie guys. She's <laughs> part of our band of badass bitches. So yeah, mm. she, the voice and and yes, I I want to throw in a couple. I don't know if you're done with your list, but um, oh yeah, that was my I, list. I, I'm curious though if you guys remember this character. I, I can't recall her name, and I haven't seen the movie in years. But I remember around this time being an impressionable Ute. That whenever I watch Fern Gully, I thought, oh no, <laughs> I thought the fucking fairy in Fern Gully was pretty fucking hot. Yeah, you, you know dude, what I'm she talking was about. Hot. Yes, you remember yes, her? Yes, Fern Gully was a great throw movie. her in the list bro i yeah. know she, she's not a redhead so shout out to oh no, she's a, she's um, a brunette. yeah black look, hair check that out you little hipster little kids if you try to pick up a, she, a, oh a, that's a good one animated one right that's um, a but, good one good so they, call they don't always have to be human form i mean um i used to always kind of yeah. be attracted to samus aran i talked about that before the old metroid character Running around in space, <laughs> shooting people, and then she's in that armor. You know what I mean? And sometimes, if as the game would progress, she'd take her armor off. You're like, of course, I'm gonna be really yeah. good at this game. <laughs> I'm gonna be real good at this game. Um, <laughs> the deeper you get into the game, <laughs> she's like naked. Yeah, that's the incentive. <laughs> but can but can still turn into a little ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly. You are there's just like, meat, right? There's just like a little bit of hair going around with it, too. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's about it. Uh, well, hey, that, that strategy worked for the team, the Indians in Major League. Just it's, just seeing well, a lady get naked to play better. True. So so you could see how if you just animate these people or, or sometimes, yeah, like like uh, like these not what was the first one you said gadget or whatever like she could be attractive too gadget yeah you like the spirit or whatever yeah yeah that's her name i mean i was just thinking about yeah i don't know which one no i was just thinking that the 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 first person on your list cracked me up but but uh, oh yeah (laughs) i can i can relate with that and 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 so shout out to those um those animated chicks any any final words on that uh, i i think there's a pretty extensive list no it was but, it, just, but it seems like the majority again is redheads again they kind of reign supreme there are there i do yeah i mean yeah t- I, I would I'm, say two out of five were redheads yeah i'm glad you mentioned jasmine because she, she belongs on any list like that too um that was a big that was a big deal as a kid um yeah when she I, comes in all sexy wearing that red outfit too at the end of the movie <sighs> <laughs> well, silky trying to, and trying to, trying like, to yeah. yeah trying to seduce Jafar remember that I was like oh shit this is the moment we've all been waiting for right <laughs> so, so so uh you know lo- long live those animated queens uh we, we we recognize you um I would do want to shout something else out that's quite yummy but uh this is food related I'm, I'm munching on some key lime pie right now um so shout out to Edwards. We've we've mentioned that brand before. I had some, uh, I think it was um, it was chocolate. It must have been chocolate. Who knows? I'm a little high, but uh, key lime pie <laughs> is hitting the spot <laughs> uh, right so here. Who's your list? Who are your peeps? Uh, no, I, I I I default to what you guys brought to the table, man. I I, I don't find qualm with that, and uh, you know, r- redheads unite. 2020 <laughs> any other final words you guys have any other anything else you want to touch on before you wrap this one up uh i don't think so i think we covered it man not for me anyway yeah chino i don't know man uh yeah dude just just keep living dude just keep living well i i how about this to keep you living, to keep your pulse pounding on the very near horizon is the state of star Wars, my brothers. So this is true. This so is true. I, I hope the duo is ready. I hope anybody tuning in is ready. That's and I right. hope you guys are ready to confront the entire state of star Wars coming up on the pie guys. So I'm excited. I'm excited and scared. We ain't done, baby. We're just getting started. I know it feels like this has already been a a 17-part epic adventure, but as far as The Last of Us is concerned, this game is just really getting started. It's hitting a new gear, right? Because at this point, no more tests. It's Ellie and it's Joel. Joel needs to drop Ellie off and then go on his way. But in order to do that, we need a car. And in order to get access to a car, we had to meet up with our friend Bill. Last time on first time. All right, this is a moment to catch your breath. 
we just went through hell. We had a, a really quick battle that was kind of tough. It, it was harrowing. No, it, that, that's a. I, I hate that fight. It's very tense. There's just a pipe on the ground. You might want to switch it out. That's got more hits than the bat. Um, so now is an opportunity, much like the game often gives you after a fight, is to kind of catch your breath and uh, restock. Boom, a shiv upgrade. Now shivs last one hit longer. Shane is currently full on the hunting rifle ammo, so you've got seven rounds in that. Yeah, until you upgrade the capacity on that gun, you won't be able to get more ammo. So that's where the upgrades come in handy, where you, when you upgrade the capacity and all those other things. Three more rounds of revolver ammo. I might need that. A few more parts. A lot of stuff over here. This is the time of the game. I'm going to warn you now, and maybe you already kind of know about this, but I'm going to warn you. The next real big section of the game is one of the most challenging and and difficult parts in the game. Look at this. Three Molotov cocktails, three shivs, two health kits, a fucking pipe with full hits on it, full life, full hunting rifle ammo, 17 rounds on the 9mm. Are, are you fucking ready? It looks like Joel's ready to go to war. <laughs> Can you imagine you're trying to take a shit in this world? Can you imagine that? There's no toilets that work, first of all. So even if you found a toilet, it's just going to sit in there. It's going to be a sh turd, just dried up, crusty turd. Or you're going to have to poop outside, and you're not going to have anything. You're not going to have anything to wipe your ass with. Like, would you, like, honestly, would you Would you carry a rag with you just to wipe your ass? No, because then that's that raggy, shitty raggy. What are you going to do when you take a shit? You're going to have shit in your ass? Yeah, you're going to walk around with a butt? Crusty butt? You would, would you, but does that toilet paper look like it belongs in your butt? To me, that toilet paper should just be burned and thrown into hell. I don't want to wipe my ass with that. <laughs> wipe your ass with this fucking mime. He won't say anything about it anyway. <laughs> Who's he going to tell? <laughs> He's just trying to spell it out. Fifth word. I don't understand. Yeah, we do need a video uh, compass to this someday. So, you know. You hardcore pie guy fans out there, stick with us. We haven't even learned how to walk yet, really. Shane just said, I don't even, I haven't even learned how to pull a gun out yet, which is true. But hey, you know what? He's made it to Billstown, motherfucker. How far did you get in this game without punching, without shooting people? Yeah, exactly. Now we're leaving this place, and it's safe to assume that now we're in the danger zone. I don't trust this shit. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't trust this shit. Oh, why? Good eye. Good fucking eye. They are hiding. Good eye. You fucking caught him, dude. Shane already sees the guys. Hey, do you think you can hit him with a Molotov from here? Nah, can't reach yet. Can't reach yet. See if you can get it over there and toss him. Do it, 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 do it. No, you just threw it on the fucking thing. That didn't do anything. Oh, shit. Here they come. Shane, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. This is brutal. This is just an old-fashioned throwdown. Oh. You threw the fucking Molotov into a car. You got scared. Okay, here they come. You're not even ready. You're not even ready. You're, what are you doing? Oh, oh. Oh, interesting. All right. Oh, you're going to waste all your Molotovs? Here they come. There's a lot of people. It's five different infected that just rush you. That dude's killing Bill. Go, go save Bill. Boom. All right, save Bill. Nice. Actually, you know what? Your Molotov took out two guys. Well, what do you know, folks? Sometimes you just got to chuck a Molotov and hope for the best. And it took out a couple of guys. Look at that guy's burning too, you bitch. He's still on fire. There's something so rewarding about throwing a, a, an imaginary Molotov at an imaginary person and watching them catch on actual fire. You got to love the action that Billstown brings you. Because to this point in the game, we've run across infected. 
we've run across humans, and we've most likely punched all of them. But the game ramps up the difficulty when you get into Billstown in multiple ways. Oh, this next section, you're going to love it. All right? So we had to go from one little safe house to the other. Actually, this is really Bill's safe house over here. Another cutscene, by the way. In the game, Ellie is 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 <clears throat> trying to get Joel to give her a gun. You gotta understand, Ellie is literally walking around with you and all she has as a weapon is a switchblade. Joel doesn't want to give her a gun. Shane wants to give her a gun. But Joel is opposed to the idea. Look at that shotgun. Wouldn't that be nice to have? <laughs> you can understand why Ellie becomes such a uh, memorable and lovable character already. I mean, Ellie's still pretty new to us in this game at this point, but she's quickly winning us over by flipping off this guy and, and having a dirty mouth. Bitch, we were just talking about shotguns and look who's got one. It seemed like 10 minutes ago you had only three weapons and now you have like 45. A shotgun, a hunting rifle, and a bow. Those are your long guns. Then he's got a, a, a revolver and a 9mm. He's got a brick. Two, three Molotovs, bitch. Three shivs. 9mm, there you go. Fully loaded, 12 rounds with some extra. Oh, there's more stuff. There's more stuff. Plenty of Look at all this stuff. Just take all of Bill's things. Now you've got tools level one. And this is important because there are certain, there, there are certain upgrades you can't do until you acquire the right amount of tools. Oh, you got that? Yeah, you almost walked by this thing. This is one of my favorite things in the game. Now you have bombs. You could set a bomb down as a trap and, and hope somebody walks onto it. Or you can throw them too. They're great. They're really fun. And you can also construct more right now, apparently. You think you're stocking up to never use these things? For the listener, for the one, you got to understand Shane just upgraded his holster. So these are these might not sound like important details to you, but in the long run and in the heat of the combat, it really is. You've got a gun for every occasion. You've got a shotgun. You've got a rifle. You've got a bow and arrow, which is a, basically a silent gun. You've got two handguns, you've got bombs, you've got molotovs, you've got a brick, and you've even got a pipe, bitch. And you've got your fists. You never run out of fists. So, ah, man, you're just so loaded right now. All right, we have a destination now. We are leaving the, the sanctity and the comfort of Bill's home. It's go time, baby. We just spent all this time stocking up on equipment and weapons and upgrades. That means we're going to use all this stuff, right? Right? Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a tense journey here. It's going to be full of, oh my God, I didn't see that guy, and I didn't think I could do that, and I didn't see him, and I, th I hit him. Here we go. And here we go. Just like the great late Heath Ledger, this episode has run its course. I don't know. Is Shane getting better at shooting the gun? Is he becoming more strategic with his approach to some of these enemies? His senses seem to be sharpening. But anyway... Are you ready for Star Wars?